Hello, welcome to Think, Feel, Eat, episode six. I'm gonna check my socials over here and see if we are on. It looks like we are. Don't know how long we've been on. Okay, five seconds, good. Welcome, I'm Donna Reesh, and this is Think, Feel, Eat, episode six, my February thought work. Um, I thought it would be a good idea to show you some examples of what a daily or, or weekly, whatever kind of thought work situation might be so that you can set up your own scenarios and set up your own schedule and your own thought work time uh, to make the thoughts and the feelings and the actions happen in your life. So um, first of all, I'm gonna give you a quick review, but I do wanna tell you about the handouts. So um, at adonarish.com, um, in adonarish.com forward slash freebies. Uh, if you are subscribed, and if not, you can go there and subscribe easily, you have access to all of, all of the handouts and all of the um, documents that we have in Think, Feel, Eat, as well as in Weight Loss Lifestyle, our other uh, broadcast. So you have access to both of those things. So you can go in there anytime. Sorry about that, that was very shaky. You can go in there anytime and find a handout that you need and print it off and it'll all be there for you. So the one that was just added is this uh, worksheet that I would encourage you to print off several copies of, maybe even dozens and maybe even hundreds <laughs> and three hole punch them or bind them in some way and put them in your Think, Feel, Eat journal. You have started your Think, Feel, Eat journal, right? So yes, let's Hope that everybody has that started and you guys are all working on that. Okay, so um, this is what we're going to be working from tonight. Um, and I'm going to tell you different frameworks as well. So this is where you can get your handout. Okay, and I'm also going to have it on the board tonight. All right, so let's have a little review, first of all, about thoughts, feelings, and actions. First of all, remembering that a belief is a thought that we have thought over and over and over again. It's important to understand the role of beliefs in thoughts because beliefs are so ingrained in us that we often cannot, I'm cutting off my hand, I don't want to do, that we often cannot get rid of those beliefs because we have thought them over and over and over again. And so um, it's, a thought is like, can be fleeting, um, or it can be continuous. When you have a thought that is a pattern, then it becomes a belief. And it's way more challenging to, you know, change those beliefs. And we had a lot on this in episodes two and three and some really good handouts for you there too. But when we have a belief, remember that is a, a pattern, a, a path that we have trudged in through, into, um, a land, right? And, and that pattern, that belief keeps leading us right back to where we are. And it's easy. It's predictable. We know what to expect. There aren't any surprises. And we just keep believing that and coming right back and believing that and coming right back. Whereas the belief that's going to get us to our goal is going to be way more challenging and uh, not to be uh, too um, uh, analogous here, but you know how much I love literature and English, but it is the path that is not fledged yet. 
And so we have to go through the waters. We have to climb over fallen logs. We have to move debris, get our hands and arms scraped up, twist our ankles, go through water, get caught in, in uh, briar, whatever it might be. And, but when we do that, we are trudging that new path going to lead us to our new goal. And that is really what thought work is all about. It is about believing new beliefs that get us to our goal. And we talked last week about brain hacks versus thought work. And a, a thought work and a brain hack, they're both going to do a similar thing. A thought work, though, is going to be something that's more permanent, that you can, you can rely on all the time because you are practiced at it. So um, when we think something over and over, it becomes a belief. All right, now remembering, of course, that thoughts lead to feelings, okay? So in our sheet right here, we have one thought, one feeling, multiple um, actions. And we also had this uh, when we looked at Brooke Castillo's self-coaching model. Remember, thought, feeling, action. And then she added these other two elements, which are amazing circumstance at the beginning and a result at the end. But even right here in the middle, camping out right here where we are going to tonight with thought, a thought, a feeling, and multiple actions, we know that certain actions lead to a certain result and other actions lead to another result. And so this is where we always want to change. This is what we always want to, to make new. But the problem is that we don't, we're not changing this. And we keep wondering, why do I do this over and over again? Why do I never change these actions? Why do I have the same actions? Why do I keep on doing actions that are not benefiting me? And it's because of up here. It's because of our thought and our feeling. So what we think about leads us to a feeling. And we know this is true because we always say, well, just think about something positive. We'll be more positive. We'll think a happy thought. And we know instinctively, intuitively, that a thought does lead to a feeling, right? And we have all over the socials, Facebook memes to prove it, right? And then we know that a feeling will lead us to an action. So we say, for example, oh, I just was lying on the sofa all night last night, just eating junk food and watching TV because I felt so overwhelmed or because I felt so defeated because I felt so hopeless. We say the think, feel, act cycle, in our case on this podcast, broadcast, the think, feel, eat cycle, we say it over and over and over again without even realizing what we're saying, that feelings duly do lead to actions. And we can control our feelings if we learn to control our thoughts. So all of our actions then come from those feelings and we can't just will ourselves, you know, in like tomorrow I'm going to get up and I am going to do those things. Well, probably without a different thought than what we had today, we will likely not do those new actions or we will do the new actions, but they will just be very, very short lived. We will not continue those actions on and on. All right. So, our daily thought work, some general how-tos. You need a framework, and that's one reason why I love all of the work that I am doing at the Life Coach School and Self-Coaching Scholars with Brooke Castillo, 
because it's a framework. We're not just, I used to journal different times and sometimes it was helpful and sometimes it wasn't. Um, but I never, I didn't usually have a framework for it. When I did have a framework, I was always way more successful. So sometimes I would do like um, uh, an action and a result framework. I just made that up myself. Or I would say, you know, God says this, so this means this. Or, um, you know, if I want these things to happen in my home, then these are the actions I need to take. And I would create my own frameworks, right? Uh, but that is one reason why I love the self-coaching model and the think, feel, act cycle. And as I said, the think self-coaching model is by Brooke Castillo and think, feel, act is kind of a, just a catch all for uh, life coaching and um, counselors and things like that. So that is why I've come to love it because of the framework that it provides. It also, those of us maybe who were not so successful at journaling before because of how long it took. I know for me, I'm a very timed person. I'm a very scheduled person and journaling feels never ending to me, or it did before. It felt like there was no end to journaling because I was going to start it, and who knew when I was going to end because I didn't know what the ending goal was, right? And sometimes it's good just to write and just write free writing and not really have, you know, this exact, you know, end mark in sight. Um, but for the most part, for me, it's better to have a framework. So uh, that is one thing I love about both the self-coaching model and the think, feel, act cycle. So the frameworks that you have available through DonnaReach.com uh, is one, the uh, self-coaching model, which uh, Brooke Castillo has created and her, her credit is there. She uh, gives, she wants her work spread throughout the world. So um, this is that, that is there at DonnaReach.com forward slash freebies. Um, or what I would really love for you to do is print out a lot of these because this has, this has places for you to work in there. You can add the circumstance and result if you need to. Um, but I'm going to teach you how to use Just Think, Feel, Act tonight so that you can be sure that what you're putting in each slot is really what goes there. All right. So the next thing is to calendar it. All right. And I love it that calendar has become a verb. I just think that's amazing. You know how much I love my words, right? And um, calendar is a good spelling word because a lot of kids spell it E-R at the end. <laughs> I'm just saying, I love kids. So anyway, the best way is to be sure you calendar it. That is, you have put it down to in your schedule to do. And um, an upcoming broadcast, not next week, because next week is going to be this amazing urge map. Um, but probably two weeks from now, we are going to have uh, how to, why and how to stay in self-integrity. And one of the ways, and I talked about this last week too, in our um, Brain Hacks and Thought Work uh, combo episode, episode number, oh, I always forget the episodes, episode number five. And that is that as we stay in self-integrity with ourselves, in smaller things, then the next thing we know, we can add another thing. And the next thing we know, we can add a harder thing. And the next thing we know, we can add an even harder thing. And our self-integrity grows with us, just like James, uh, James, uh, it's clear, my buddy James, 
says in Atomic Habits, and just like Fog says in Tiny Habits, and just like Barmaster says in Willpower, three books that I've been reading in the last few months, or several months that I adore, um, that we don't just all of a sudden, and I used to be guilty of this, make out this huge morning routine schedule. Tomorrow, I'm starting at 5.30. From now on, it's 5.30 for me. Never mind the fact that I got up at 6.45 this morning, so there's no chance that I'm going to fall asleep by 9 o'clock tonight. Or regardless of the fact that I have something that goes on tonight until 10 o'clock or whatever it might be. And so we make this huge, long thing, right? Starting at 5.30, at the gym for an hour, shower, hair, face, listen to, listen to podcasts while we're getting ready, you know, all of these amazing things that we're going to do, journal, do our thought work, prep the kids' lunches, prep the kids' breakfast. Oh, my word. Okay, yeah, are you getting the idea? And then we wonder why we don't stay in self-integrity, right? Self being us, integrity, like say, doing what we say we're going to do. So the first thing I want to encourage you to do is calendar it at a time that you will do it. And then not to overextend yourself. So don't make this hour-long journaling slot. If you've never journaled before, I just realized how big my, I got my new Disney top, my new Walt Disney World top. I love it. It's called the Spirit Jersey, and this one is in great. It says Walt Disney World on the back, all across the shoulder. I love, love, love it. Um, but I should have gotten the next size down because um, it's very, very baggy. <laughs> but I will never stop wearing it, and I just want it to get baggier and baggier. All right. Excuse me for that interruption. You know how much I love to talk about Disney and kids, right? In my family, of course. All right, so don't aim for protection, for perfection and don't overextend yourself. So I recommend that you start out planning for 15 to 30 minutes. 30 minutes is pretty long to start out with. So unless you have like a later work schedule or your kids sleep really late or you're an empty nester and you have you know a big chunk in the morning to really work with, I would say setting a timer for 15 minutes um, what I like to do is set it for five for the thought drops that we're going to go over in just a few minutes and then set it for 10 for my actual um, unintentional and intentional model. Um, so uh, that's one idea. But I like to make it doable. And if it's not doable, if we don't say, okay, I'm going to do it in this period of time, then we are not going to do it, right? It's going to be too open-ended too loosey-goosey, as I always told my kids about their schedules. I was like, no, this is too loosey-goosey. All right, so um, don't aim for perfection. It is for you. So when you start this process at, on your own without me helping you like I'm going to tonight, um, you're going to say, no, I don't think that's right. I don't know if that's a thought or a feeling. Oh, man, I, I, do I, have, I don't know how many thoughts to have. I don't know how many feelings to have. I don't know which ones to choose to work on. And you're gonna all your brain is gonna say all these things because this is not comfortable. The brain wants to do comfortable. Do you know what the brain wants to do? The brain wants us to lie on the sofa, binge watch television, eat packaged foods all evening, don't close our eating window at a reasonable time, go to bed at midnight, barely roll out at 7:30 or 8 um, for whatever you have to get ready for right away. Don't do any brain work. Don't do any thought work because the brain wants us to do easy things, right? And we also want us to do easy things because our society has made things so easy. 
And so it's just comfortable and it's easier not to do the harder things. So if you make something too hard, too difficult, too perfect, then you will, uh, then your brain will for sure shut you down. Okay. The way to get in self-integrity is to do small things and do them, do them. Even if it's five minutes, do it. Even if it's five push-ups, do it and never stop doing it. That is the way to get in self-integrity. I have learned so much about this in the last year. Most of you know that in 2019, I had a continuity exercise goal of um, five exercise sessions a week. And I kept my weekly goal, weekly averages, weekly times, then I kept my monthly and everything. And I way exceeded it. Um, but it was because it was five times a week, 30 minutes a time, and it included ballroom dancing, commercial cleaning. My husband and I have a commercial cleaning service, commercial cleaning, walking, pickleball. And I made it so that it was so doable that I could, that I could make it, especially because I made it long. If you make something long, you need to make it easier, right? In order for that self-integrity to take place. So be sure you do that. All right. And then start with thought drops. Okay, so here is our board with this on it. I don't know what the glare is going to be like with these fluorescents. I had to move to the dining room because my internet connection. So um, our thought drops are at the top. Now, in the picture of the thought drops, my gal found, oh, she's so good. We have an umbrella and we have raindrops. Now, official people who are uh, maybe not... Um, always having to have fun things for everything. I'm kind of crazy, like, oh, this is more fun. This title's more fun. This title's more fun. Anyway, most uh, uh, coaches will call this a thought download. So you may have heard that if you've listened to Brooke Castillo's podcast or um, Carl Lowenthal's or um, uh, who else is on there teaching. Um, anyway, if you've listened to other podcasts and other coaches, you, they call this a thought download. And um, basically, that is saying that you're going to download all of your thoughts on paper. Because drop all of your thoughts that you have at that moment down on paper, then you're going to choose which ones hit you, which ones came through the umbrella are out are outside of the umbrella and got you all right and that is the one that you're going one or ones that you're going to work on so when it comes to your thought drops you can do this a couple of ways um, there's a lot of space on this sheet there's another copy of it. there's a lot of space on the sheet probably see that if you're listening at the podcast you want to go to donnareach.com forward slash freebies and also um, within a few days of each broadcast they are at the blog under the headers at the top, Think, Feel, Eat, and Weight Loss Lifestyle broadcast. So they are there within a few days um, for you to get everything. So that particular link, if you go to donnerish.com and you see the top, Think, Feel, Eat, you hit click that, that's going to give you all of that. And then when you click on the one you want, it's going to give you the outline, the handout, the video, and the podcast. So it's just all... You know how I love to be organized, don't you? All right, and the same thing is true with Tuesday night's broadcast, Weight Loss Lifestyle. Okay, so just write as many things as you can think of. Now, 
when you start doing thought drops, your mind is going to go all over the place and it's going to just go everywhere. So a couple of suggestions, first of all, is that it's better if you just put one thought on each line of your thought drop, just a, just a thought. Okay. So don't like make a paragraph about a thought, just a thought. This is what I'm thinking. I'm going to go through mine in just a minute and that'll help you. Okay. It's also better if it's not a question. All right, because that's telling your brain to do something else. Now you don't want to just think about that thought and see what feelings it, see what feeling primary primarily that it elicits in you, and then find the um, actions that it causes you to take. But also you want to um, you want when you ask a question, then you're asking your brain to do something else, and your then your brain is trying to answer the question. So it's better if you can if you can word it in a phrase rather than a question, because I know just going through mine, I saw I had some questions, and then when I put them over into my um, think feel um, think feel eat cycle or my think feel act cycle, uh, then I changed it to a statement because I realized that it was going to be better for me in the long run. All right, now it can all be about a certain topic. So if you're using Brooke Castillo's um, model you'll have a circumstance, right? And so you might want to think about a certain topic of thoughts. So you'll see when I'm going through mine that mine are really focusing on my um, weight loss, right? Um, specifically, some of them are fo focusing on my food and some of them are focusing on my uh, habits and some of them are focusing on my calories, my carbs, my fasting hours, whatever that might be. So you can either do it randomly or just anything, you know, the dog sheds all over the carpet, you know, my two-year-old won't stop getting out of bed, um, you know, my son never calls, you know, whatever it might be, or you can choose to focus on a certain area, okay? So if there's something specifically that you want to work on, I would focus on a certain area. All right. And, um, but they can also be random and that's fine because you're going to drop all of your thoughts onto there. And then you are going to pick the thought that is causing you a problem, right? Now let's go back to some of Brooke's original teaching that I did early on. Life is 50, 50, right? Some things are good. Some things are bad. Some things can be changed and some things cannot be changed. And so you want to look at your thought drops as what, what thoughts here are not serving me. They're giving me a feeling that is not helpful. And I'm, from that feeling, I'm taking actions that are not good. They're not getting me to my final goal um, versus a thought, you know, like, um, you know, I wish my friend's daughter-in-law didn't have cancer okay that is i'm not I, I can process that if i if i want to process that i can but i don't really want to change my desire for the cancer to be gone and the feeling of sadness that i have i don't want to change that right that's part of the 50 50 that i don't want that is bad or not bad but is a negative, yeah, this is bad. It's a negative thing, and I don't, and I don't want to change my thoughts and feelings around that. 
I want all the empathy. I want all the love. I want all the sadness. I want all the range of human emotions for my friends and her family. So uh, we're looking at the ones that you need to change because they're not serving you. All right, so once you have a good list of thoughts, and I'm going to go over some of mine. Um, I'm actually working out of one of my um, life coach school booklets, um, so mine are in here. Uh, but um, when I'm not in the middle of a booklet, I have a journal, and I just write on one side, thought drops on the other side. I just either put uh, CTFAR or else I put thought feeling action. All right, so uh, here are some of my thoughts on this particular day. That's another thing. You can do a thought download or thought drop session for the whole week and just keep on using a thought from there, a different thought from there, every time you do your Think, Feel, Eat um, work. Or you can do a thought download or thought drop every single time you do thought work. Okay, so um, it's not, there's not a right or wrong way, and you're going to find what works for you. I guess there is a right or wrong way, because if you start out with too much, too full, too busy, too long, too hard, then you won't keep it up. And that is how it is with everything that has to do with weight management, right? I hear people, you know, saying, well, I decided to do these things, and they need five things they're going to do. And all five of those things that they're going to do are completely different, really drastic very hard from what they're now doing. And I'm just like, maybe you shouldn't do so many changes at one time. Nope, I'm all in this time. I have had it. I'm sick of being this way. And, you know, you, people have to do whatever people want to do. But to those people, I want to say, you're not going to be able to sustain that. But if you can, I want you to. I want you to do great. I want great things for you, right? But at the same time, I'm thinking it's probably not going to work because I know that's how I was. Big changes, every Saturday, every weekend, big changes for the next week, right? And I'm sorry that people do that because I know that it's so hard and I hate it that I did it too because it made things very hard for me. All right, so in my thought drops I have, I can't eat low enough to lose 20 pounds more. Every special occasion that is more than one meal, because I have one fun food meal a week, so every special occasion that is more than one meal that week leads to a five-pound gain. That's a little bit of a stretch, but two to five-pound gain. And then I have to take the time to take that off again. A lot of people lose and maintain their new weight even with flour and sugar. This is my pride, flour and sugar. <laughs> um, I can't get under 40 fat grams. I've been doing protocol cycling two weeks of low fat, two weeks of low carb, two weeks of low fat, two weeks of low carb. And um, I feeling, well, I talked about this before. My thingy is experimental. So I'll wait till I get to that. All right, can't get under 40 carbs. Okay, so one week I do low carb, one week low fat, or two weeks. I won't weigh X in May for our pictures. Let's get pictures for the cover of our book and for our family in May. And I keep making tiny consolations. I keep making tiny quits. Um, maybe I cannot eat processed foods at all to lose weight. Will protocol cycling really work? 
um, what if the, uh, where is that one? What if the um, set point theory is real and I can't do anything about it? I keep doing little quits. And I'm going to teach about that in the future, but a little quit is just where I go, I, I made my protocol, what I was going to eat today, and then I didn't do that. I had a little quit. Um, I made the time ahead of time that I was going to start fasting and stop fasting, stop fasting, start eating and stop eating, and I changed that at the last minute for some reason, um, just at, on a whim. Um, so those are little quits. Um, I am not in self-integrity about two to six grams of fat or carbs over my amount or 30 minutes over or under on my fast. I feel like I had the same goals and the same, uh, I don't know what that says, <laughs> desire uh, all the time whenever I try to set up my weight loss goal. And I feel like I'm always right back at the same, okay? 17 pounds, 20 pounds, 16 pounds. 18 pounds to go. Um, my face looks big on video. Um, I can't make my first four free weight loss course videos unless I am in 100% self-integrity with all four of the um, components of it. And low fat makes me hungry sooner when I'm fasting. So those were some of my thought drops. So those were over days. I just wanted to give you a lot of them. So you just, on any given day, so I set my timer for five minutes and I just start writing those, um, those thought drops. Okay, so then I usually do the entire model, um, circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result, okay? Um, but if your circumstance is, is just my weight is X, or my, my weight for 10 weeks has been X, or my weight is this uh, for the last three weeks, or I can't, I, or uh, the um, size eight jeans do not button, or something like that, it's not so you know, crucial that you have a circumstance, okay? The real crucial part is understanding that a thought is a thought and not a circumstance, because we always wanna say, um, like thinking about one of my thoughts, thoughts here. Um, I can't eat low enough to lose 20 pounds more. We want to say, I can't eat low enough to lose 20 pounds more is a thought. I mean, is a circumstance. We want to say, that's a fact. That, that's really a fact. Every time, every time I'm anywhere close to getting 15 pounds for my goal or whatever, um, it's like, I can't go low enough in my food to keep going on down. That's not, a, that's not a fact, that's not a circumstance. A fact is I weighed X amount um, on my chart, because I do, I do happy scales, I talked about that on Tuesday night in my first 800 fast, uh, part one. Um, the fact is I weighed X amount for 12 weigh-ins on hungry scale. Okay, that's a fact. So we have to be sure that we're realizing, and that's one of the reasons why I think the think, feel, eat cycle is really good because pretty much anything that we think is a fact is about our weight and our food and our fasting and our weight management and our fitness. It's pretty much all thoughts. <laughs> so 
Let me go through one and show you what I did. So I had my thought drop. My thought drop yielded this um, thought of, get my chair on here, yielded this thought of, um, uh, if you want to do a circumstance, it is um, same weight, I'm not going to tie much of this, but you can do the math probably, same weight, um, 10 weigh-ins, okay? Has to be very factual, it's gonna be a circumstance. Okay, so then my thought is, um, can't get under X, okay? My feeling, this is one thought, remember that, okay? We work on thoughts and feelings one at a time. All right, uh, our brain can only handle about three things at one time. So if we are going to just have a whole bunch of thoughts and a whole bunch of feelings, we won't be able to carry those throughout the day. We won't be able to work on them. We won't be able to process them and think, of, think about the new thought and the new feeling, okay? So then the feeling is, can't get under X. And of course, if you say to yourself and you make a belief over and over and over again, that I can't get under X, our feeling is gonna be defeated, okay? And then our actions, and I have a bunch of actions, so I'm just gonna tell them to you. Uh, one, keep doing little, these are the actions that come from this defeated thought and that, uh, this defeated feeling, okay? And the thought of I can't get under X. One, keep doing little overeats that take me over my limit for the day. I've talked about this before. Uh, my husband and I are 15 to 20 pounds from our goals for both of us. And once we get to this point, very nuanced, um, little, like going six grams over on fat or six grams over on carbs uh, will actually <laughs> cause us not to lose um, X number of calories over. Bodies are going to be, right? Um, number two, uh, saying that this will not matter. This food won't matter. This bite won't matter. That kind of thing. Because after all, we're defeated. I'm defeated at this point. So of course I'm going to say this little amount of food won't matter. Right? Um, I eat too many sweets. So on my low fat week, I have some, some sweets. On my low carb week, I only have sugar-free treats. But in both cases, you know, if you're eating too much, it's going to not yield a weight loss. Okay, not eat my protein, my fruits, and my veggies. So I have a certain number of proteins and, and fruits and vegetables that I eat on low fat and a certain uh, number of proteins and vegetables I eat on low carb. Um, and barely maintain my weight loss. Okay, that's kind of a stretch too because I'm I maintained for, I have lost down to maintain that or lost a little bit more for well over a year. So, um, but you know, our thoughts are crazy. Our thoughts run away with us. I'm barely maintaining. I'm practically gaining everything and you gain three or four pounds, right? Okay. So that is our unintentional. Now, again, this is something, yes, let's look at this. Let's make this something we do change, but this, let's make this something we really do work on because we have the power to change this. 
right? There are a lot of things in our lives that we don't have the power to change, but this isn't one of them. So we have the same circumstance, weight, okay? Now, my new thought is going to be, um, I can learn how to get under X. Okay, if you remember some of the earlier um, teaching in this group, as well as at, at Think, Feel, Eat, um, we talked about some of these open words, these words that open us up to believing thoughts. And one of those is I can learn, I'm open to, I'm interested to see, right? Those kind of things opening us up, right? We're opening, and I just feel such an openness, even like a physical openness that happens when I say I can learn how. It's probably because of my teacher background, my teacherish, how teacherish of me to feel open when I use the word learn, right? Okay, so I can learn how to get under X. And then, guess what? I don't feel defeated when I say that. At worst case scenario, I feel experiential, okay? I might even feel hopeful. Or I might even feel determined. Depends on the day, <laughs> right? But the point is, this feeling here of defeated is not going to be here when we have a thought, I can learn how to get under X. We're not going to have a feeling of defeated. We're going to have a different feeling. And that's amazing because we know those feelings are going to fuel those good actions. So our feeling, I can learn how to get under X. I mean, my thought, I can learn how to get under X. Instead of I can't get under X, I can learn how. All right. And then I have an experiential feeling, a hopeful feeling, or a determined feeling. It doesn't matter which one those, which feeling it is, just whichever one it does which whichever one it gives you, which feeling does that thought give you, right? And again, the re another reason why it doesn't matter is because it's, anything's better than this, right? So maybe it'll just give us an experimental feeling. That's a real feeling, <laughs> experiential. I'll have to look on Brooke's feeling chart. Experiential or um, hopeful is a really great feeling, right? How many of us love to have hope? Hope is just like, the best feeling. It's it's just a top, top, top feeling for most of us. Or determined. Determined, you know, is like, well, babies, I'm going at this, right? I can really do this. So that is also a great feeling. So then my new actions, because of this 15 minutes of thought work, my new actions for that day, for that week, were one, try different food protocols. Since I have changed to this particular model and this particular thought and this particular feeling, I have experimented and tried more things that have led to success. I was just thinking today, wow, I can't honestly say that I've ever enjoyed low carb as much as I do right now in the protocol cycling. I'm like, huh, I don't dread it at all. I always used to dread low carb because it meant no flour, no sugar. And I always, I never wanted to go without flour and sugar. Um, but after all this experimenting, all of this openness that this uh, new, these new, this new thought of I can learn how to get under X, after that, it has just given me so much more um, 
hope and so much more enjoyment even for what I'm doing now, which is another topic that we're going to talk about because we can't hate everything we're doing to lose weight, right? Because then we won't stay with it. All right. So try different protocols. Stay 100% true on the first four. I'm creating a free course called the first four. And it is a, a four part video series of the first four things that I like for my clients and my listeners to do to start losing weight right away. And um, I am, my goal is to stay 100% true to the first four for a long period of time so that I can give that to other people. Um, I am open to, I am trying, experimenting with the protocol cycling. I already mentioned that. Um, and I am, I just restarted uh, from my coaching, Brooke Castillo's Urge Jar uh, to overcome urges. Right, and that's what I'm going to be teaching about next week. I'm not teaching about the Urge Jar, but I'm teaching about my chart, um, the Urge Map, next week. Isn't that, thing? Isn't that gorgeous? My girls are so good. All right, so do you see how this can become a thing for you? Do you see how this is something that you can start doing tomorrow, tonight, right? You know, I, I, in the intermittent fasting webinar, I, it's called now, Start Intermittent Fasting Tonight. And my daughter, who was creating um, the, some of the handouts and stuff for it, she was like, are you sure it shouldn't say today? And I was like, no, no, I really wanted to say start intermittent fasting tonight because I want people to come to the free webinar. I want them to watch the free webinar, and then I want them to say, tonight, I can start it tonight. I can do it tonight. Isn't that so much better than the old thought of I can do something later, I can do it tomorrow, so forth? I just Words matter. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. Not just because I'm language lady and I've written all these books about language arts, but also because words do matter, right? Words matter. So think, feel, eat, okay? Thought work, daily thought work, or three times a week, four times a week, five times a week, 15, 20, 30 minutes. Um, I find that as long as I have 15 to 20, I'm good to go. Another thing that is that, that I do is if I'm spending a lot of time on my thought drop and I only get my unintentional and my timer went off and I need to go on, I just go on and I come back to that same model that I was working on the next day when I do that work. See, I want it to be so flexible and so doable that we all will do it, right? All of us will. Thank you so much for joining me tonight for Think, Feel, Eat, episode six. Uh, my February thought work and teaching you how you can also start your thought work right away. Hop on over and get those downloads. And um, I will see you on next Tuesday's broadcast, which is Weight Loss Lifestyle. It's going to be at 7 o'clock Eastern Time next Tuesday. The, I don't know the date, um, like something like the, I don't even know, something like the 9th or something. Um, and it is going to be part two of my first 800 fast. So I will see you there. Thanks for joining me.